Welcome to the Awaken the Fire podcast with your host, Caitlin Smith. I am so excited that you are here. In this podcast, you will get to listen to the stories of different people as they have embarked on their own journey to personal discovery. You will get to hear how they came back into their gifts and their own power and how they're making an impact on the world. And I hope that it helps to inspire you to waken the fire within you. Welcome everybody to the new podcast, the Awaken the Fire podcast. I really had to sit with myself for a while and try to discern whether I wanted to continue with the Love Over Fear podcast or start fresh. And a voice came in so clear that I needed to start fresh and that we needed to call the podcast Awaken the Fire. This is because when I was recording the Love Over Fear podcast, I was not in any way where I am now. And so much of my voice was muffled and shielded out of fear of judgment, fear of losing or, yeah, losing people that were in my life before this massive shift I've had, especially with those closest. And what I'm realizing now is that the more that you show up in your power and the more that you are truthful and honest with who you are, the more this magic happens, the more these people come into your into your field that were just meant to be there, but otherwise they wouldn't because you weren't at the frequency that they were at, that you were meant to rise up to, to bring these people into your life who could have massive impact on your healing, your growth, your spiritual well-being, all of it. And yeah, I actually probably thought I was recording for about 30 minutes, telling my whole story, my journey of awakening. And then I looked down and realized that I didn't hit record. And I had to sit with that for a while. Do I re-record what I just said. Maybe it was a sign to not speak up. And I don't think that's true. I think that it was really, it's really just a test. Like, how bad do you want this? Because sometimes I need to speak out my truth just to process. And other times I want to speak out to help people who are going through the same thing or who have gone through what I've gone through. And this past, this year especially, has cracked me wide open. Oh, but I'm on the other side and it feels so good. But for a while, it felt like awful heartbreak. I'm just starting to realize my gift and why this all happened. And I want to bring you along with the I want to bring you along on the journey. And, you know, 
in the Love Over Fear podcast, I was very, very resistant to talking about anything COVID related. And now that I said that word, is this podcast going to be censored? Probably, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, My awakening, I guess it didn't start at COVID, but that's really that um, was the precipice of me not being able to ignore this evolution anymore. I was really starting to question things in our healthcare system on my own health journey, just being very unwell, not feeling good in my body and never getting anywhere, anywhere in the medical system. And I, in 2019, I decided that I was going to study functional nutrition and with a really a motivation of helping myself because I had seen such, such changes in myself with a change in nutrition. And that was my first tip to why do, why did no doctors ask me what, how I eat? Like, it's crazy to me that to this day, the majority of physicians don't ask you how you eat when you're coming to them, telling them you're tired or you're depressed or you're not sleeping. They don't ask you how you eat. And that's just one thing. They don't, yeah, your emotions, your stress levels, your lifestyle, none of it's addressed. And when I had this incredible shift, just changing how I ate, I thought, okay, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to, I'm going to dive into functional nutrition and studying. There was some stuff brought up about um, people's vaccine history and how that can affect your gut health. And We did not deep dive into it, but that just kind of, it was like a little light bulb moment for me. And at this point I was vaccinating. I was a public health nurse and I was, that's what I was, did the majority of the time. And I was like, this is really concerning. Am I harming people? I am on this earth to help heal and inspire people. That is so crystal clear to me. So I started to question things. I started to look at how we addressed objections and it didn't sit well with me. But I kind of pushed it aside for a little bit there. And I was between jobs when I got pregnant with our youngest, little Adeline. That was in November of 2019. And I was very sick. <laughs> Similar to my pregnancy with my my first daughter, I was, I was just puking every day and not sleeping and very unwell. So it made sense for me not to go back to work at least until after she was possibly one or so. And so that was a blessing. Uh, We moved into a new home December, right before Christmas. So pregnant November, packing up, moving. Uh, And we were in this new home and we started renos pretty quickly after moving in. And in fact, when we tore apart our kitchen the day after we found out the kids were not going to go back to school oh, a- after spring break because of, of course, COVID. This was 2020 by this point in March. And I just, a lot of things felt very off for me when this happened. Myself, like many others, started to get very, like, I actually never watched the news, but started watching because I wanted to know what was going on. 
and started to get in the fear mode of worrying about the germs and I'm pregnant. Could this harm my baby and all the things? And as I started to, you know, start to sit with those feelings and I started to question things, specifically when my kids couldn't go to school, but my husband was denied being able to work from home when he could do all his duties at home. He had written a very convincing letter, more like scholarly paper, asking if he could work from home to help protect the health of his pregnant wife. And it was completely denied, like no empathy whatsoever. And I was like, well, that's interesting. My children aren't allowed to be around other kids. I'm stuck in home at home. And you're like, there's not even a conversation that will be held had about you going to work. He's a government employee. And I'm like, all right, fine. And then I started to hear all the news about this vaccine coming. And I got a very strong intuition that said, don't get this vaccine and do not give it to your family. And having been an immunizing nurse for over 10 years, this is really hard to have this intuitive download. And so I decided I was just going to sit around and watch. And I watched a lot of how it played out and the incentives and the narrative of how you are a horrible person, essentially, a selfish person if you choose not to get vaccinated. And at that point, my shadow of people pleasing and wanting to be like was tremendous. And it was really, really hard for me to not get vaccinated. But still, this voice inside me told me, you will have severe health consequences if you get this. (sighs) And then the pressure started from those closest to me. And we had actually... At this point, we had decided we were moving to the shoe shop from Prince George. And we had sold both our homes, set to move in September. And it was August by this point, and I still wasn't vaccinated. And then the pressure was on me to get vaccinated before moving. And I decided to do it because in my mind, yes, I had this strong intuition But I had no other things to confirm it. Everything that I was predicting of how everything that played out with COVID has happened. And I saw it as a clear vision. But there was no one on social media yet speaking out. Like nothing about the doctors who were like the whistleblowers and all the information that's available to us now if we are looking for it. None of it was there. I just had this voice and I decided to ignore it. And I did get vaccinated. And we moved. And shortly after moving to the shoe shop, so we put us here at October now, my oldest son got very, very sick. And he ended up getting diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And this 
was very, very stressful for me because for a good three months, he was very ill and I watched him lose the 20 pounds that he lost in total, which at that point was 25% of his body weight and he was only 10 years old. And every day I was like, if we don't get answers, because we were written off multiple times and it was a struggle to get a doctor and even to get into a walk-in clinic during this time. Uh, I'm like, he's not going to make it. His organs are going to start to shut down. Finally, we got the help that we needed. And even when he was safe, my body was just in disarray, like complete fight or flight. And I lived that way for about a year. And I watched my health like catapult back to like worse than than ever chronic pain and just weight gain and I just in the mirror did not look well and hard to know stress was huge and of course the other factor that I ignored but I decided in that moment that I needed to make a huge change in my life so for many reasons, I decided not to go back to nursing. And I hired my first, actually, this was my second mindset coach at this time, but I hired a mindset coach because I was seeing what she was doing. She was also a past nurse and she really had a business that I felt like I would want. I want to help people in this way outside of the medical system that had now failed me multiple times. <laughs> And I, and frankly, just didn't have a lot of trust in, and it felt completely out of alignment for me to be in that field. And I had no idea really why I was paying her thousands of dollars to work with her. But what it ended up giving me was a kick in the pants (laughs) and a permission slip to quiet the noise around me. Like, get still. Oh, we all need this permission slip. We are so busy. And you know what busy being busy does? It distracts us from who we really are. Because if you get quiet enough, and it took me a year, so this isn't something you can go meditate once and it's done. But I was in a really bad place. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, just fried. And it gave me the permission to meditate every day. I realized that the work that I needed to do, I couldn't even do while staying home with my then two-year-old. So I put her in daycare, still convinced that I'll make a business out of this. So it'll be worth putting her in daycare. I'm going to make money. That was a big, a big thing that was hard for me, putting her in daycare when I at this time was making no money. And every day I meditated I would just listen to myself. What do I need today? I had six hours before while the kids were at school. What did I need? I needed to go for a walk. It'd be pouring rain some days. I'm like, I have to go for a walk by the lake. Okay, we'll do it. And sometimes I would just cry, release so much. Oh man, it's coming up now. Release so much emotion that was held inside of me. Hurt from not listening to myself, my intuition and what I knew to be true and watching my son get so sick and 
the first time we took him to the the pediatrician, which took a lot of convincing just to get a pediatrician appointment, he spent 15 minutes lecturing me on why hadn't I gotten him immunized for COVID. And I just at this point was like, absolutely not. I'm listening to my intuition now. And he spent uh, a minute and a half examining him. He didn't lift up his shirt, whereas if he lifted up his shirt, he would have seen all the ribs poking out. How he looked starved. He was wearing a hoodie and a toque and sweatpants at this appointment. Um, and he just told me that he had post-infectious diarrhea. <laughs> he had a, essentially stomach flu and it's still bugging his tummy and that's all this was. Anyways, back on track. Working with the with the mindset coach gave me the permission to really listen to myself. And as things came up, we'd work through them. And so now my intuition, if I thought it was strong then, it was so much stronger now. And it would tell me to go and do certain things. And in June, it told me to go to this event actually was scrolling on Instagram and I saw a man that I follow. Maybe you've heard of him. His name is Mark Groves. <laughs> uh, he actually, a friend reposted his post and he said he's speaking at um, this new human event, which was only 20 minutes from my house. I couldn't believe it that this caliber of a speaker was going to be 20 minutes from my house. And so I went to the website and I read what was going on and what the event was all about. And it was a full body yes. It was like, I'm going to this. <laughs> it doesn't matter what obstacle um, what obstacle might get in the way. And I told my husband and it was very easy. He's like, yeah, sure, go. I think it was less than a week from the day I saw it. It was like, no, it was a Sunday when I saw the post and the event was on Saturday. So I saw it just in the nick of time. And I went to this event and there, and it wasn't about COVID. It was about healing and development and spirituality and connecting to your gifts and not holding back. But the room was filled with so many people that felt so similar to me during COVID. They had an intuitive hit and they were told, don't get the vaccine. And maybe they did and maybe they didn't. But they weren't selfish. They weren't horrible people. And and that was the story I told myself. If I don't get this vaccine, I am going to, I'm just a horrible old person killer. Like, let's just be honest. That's what we were, what we were meant to believe, we were told to believe if you watch the news, which highly recommend you don't. <laughs> oh, this podcast is getting censored for sure. But um, in that room, that was the most powerful thing for me was seeing that these people followed their intuition and they are healers. They are just like a room full of the most extraordinary, amazing people. It, it felt like I met my soul family, like this family, these people that were meant to help me rise up. And I've since been in contact with many of them and I'm actually going to another one in a month from now. A month and one day, actually, to be specific. So check out The New Human. I don't know when this podcast is going to be airing, but <laughs> December 16th, 2024. If it hasn't hit, you should come. 
I went to this event and that was the start. So it basically took all this work I'd been doing for the first year, really working on myself. And it sparked, it lit this fire that was really ready to be lit. And and then that just, that was the spark that lit this massive evolvement that is still unfolding, but um, I'm now at this point where I need to start re-recording. And that's actually the moment I stopped recording the podcast too, because I was just like, whoa, I need to sit back and evaluate my life, not evaluate with my mind, but with my heart. Like, what am I doing here? What is it that I want to do? And I really have been trial and erring a few things and was still really in this place of overthinking it. What will people think? What... Um, is there a need for it? Will I make money doing it? Um, and then, so, so much unfolded in between now and then, but I'm not going to keep you here for months. <laughs> uh, a woman that was at the new human, her name is Pam. She works with Kevin who put on the event. She's a body talk, um, body talk specialist, but she's a quantum healer. I went to one of her events. It's about 26 people. And um, we were doing this thing called Constellations. And I really cannot explain it to you because I honestly don't even know what happened that night. But you could lay in the center and feel just this intense power. And as soon as I laid in the center, because she asked, is anyone, this was at the end of the event, towards the end, anyone feel like anything in their body strongly. And I was like, I feel like someone is grabbing the back of my neck, like tightly, like choking me from behind, but it felt so tight in the back of my neck. And she invited me to come lay down in the center. And immediately I started bawling, like crying uncontrollably and convulsing, which I now know is a somatic body release. This is my first time experiencing any sort of somatic body work. And her and Kevin were next to me and they were holding my hands as my body convulsed and I cried and cried and I felt so safe and held. And at that point, so much of what my body was holding onto released and I went home and for two weeks I slept deeper than I ever have. (laughs) And then all the old patterns started to kind of come back and a lot of the health issues and, um, body issues, like the pain that I would have and the sleeping troubles that I've dealt with, um, started to come back. And recently I went to see Pam one-on-one and fully having this expectation that I was going to have another somatic release and it was going to be just like the last time. Guys, we have to free ourselves from expectations. <laughs> it's a message for myself right now. But I, what happened was I went on a journey. And in this journey, and I might lose some of you guys right now because this might be too woo. But in this journey, I saw myself as a lion. And I was a male lion. And I, she's like, go home. I remember her saying something about going home and I walk so proudly and so strong 
and I walk down this lush rainforest, flowers and waterfalls and everything around me and all the other lions were just so happy to see me and this female lion came and gave me just a nudge and so much love and she said, we're so happy you're back, we've missed you and I started bawling, crying and over the next few days after that appointment, I started to um, let it sink in, process what that meant and really what it meant for me was that I am a lion. I am courage. Lions represent courage and heart. And the lion is never asking his lion friend if he should do this or if this looks funny or if people are going to judge him. The lion just is. The lion is just courage and strength and love. And that is me. But I've been giving away my power over and over again wondering what people are going to think, not going full out on the podcast, not going full out on a business, stopping when it starts to work. That is a pattern I have done (laughs) so many times. Oh my God, people are liking this. Well, now they're going to really get involved. And what if they don't like it? And I'm just going to stop. And, um, as this processing and I, happened. And I'm like, you know what? Every time I start to wonder what someone might think of me, I come back. And it's almost like I take this light and I shine it down the center of my body and I ground. Essentially, that's probably what grounding does. It brings the energy back to your body. And then I start to feel into it with my heart. What is it that I feel about this opportunity or this thing that I want to share? Who cares what other people think? Because it doesn't matter. They are meant to be in their gifts. And they are meant to speak their truth. And my biggest wish for everyone in this world is that they connect to their full power and stop giving it away to everyone around them. And so as I started to do this with myself, and I got this some really amazing opportunities. I'm a part of this um, women's group shoeshop women's group and every few weeks we instead of doing a circle we do like an energy share on each other so reiki and i've never done reiki before i've never studied it but i've had the somatic work done on me a few times and so i'm like maybe i can play into that and i started to realize as i tap into someone's energy um i get a lot of visions and i can really feel their emotions. In fact, I'll just have my hands hovering over them. And at a certain part of their body, my hand will shake and tremble out of control. And I I know that there's something going on there. And then we'll dive into that. And it turns out, yeah, that's where my my chest is heavy. I'm carrying so much weight. I'm worrying all the time. And then they'll cry and they'll release and they'll feel better. And I've realized this is my gift. And a couple months ago, I was at a business conference, a heart-led business conference called Monetize Your Mind. And there was a woman named Samantha Scully, who, Scully, I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, She led us through breath work and I thought she was really cool and I didn't really think too much into it. But then I started following her on some of her YouTube videos and doing some of her breath work. 
And I was led to a video that talked about her somatic coaching uh, business that she has. She teaches people to help with somatic work. And she explained the difference between mindset and using the body's intelligence. And that's um, really where I've been struggling when I work with people is their mind will go in a loop. And because I can feel their energy, I will reflect and mirror their energy. And that would overwhelm me. And I don't think this is for me. But when I tap into their energy and they're not talking, I can actually get to the root to what's really going on and not what their mind wants me to think is going on. Oh, like your husband is not the problem. It really comes down to you and what is going on with you. People always try and blame and all we want to do is be set free of our emotions and our emotions. I've talked about on the Love Over Fear podcast so many times. Our emotions, if they stay stuck in our body, lead to disease over time. And so the ultimate path to health and wellness is through feeling through and releasing your emotions. And so there comes my gift, somatic work. And I am going to be studying under Samantha in her program. And I'm so excited, but I can do this work now. And so that is my offer to you. If you're listening, send me a message. I do the first session for free, 30 minutes. We can do it over Zoom or in person. And then after that, if you decide that you want more of that, (laughs) if you love it, you can pay for the next session and we can have an exchange of energy in that way. But this has really been my story and this is how I've, over the last year, it has really unfolded, but it started with getting quiet. If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I wish I knew my gift. I wish I had that. This has been almost a two-year process, but really it's been a lifetime. Everything that happened has led me to this moment ignoring my intuition and then watching it play out like the movie I had in my head (laughs) has really taught me that I can never ignore my intuition. I'm highly connected and I do believe that we're all consciously connected. And the reason that I probably had the vision of how this was COVID was all going to play out was because someone knew and they were sending that out and that went, I'm sure, to the light workers of you need to help heal and save this planet. This evil is happening. Most people aren't going to recognize it, but you will. And that is really what I felt in that room at the New Human is all these people that were brought there for a specific reason to help heal and elevate the frequency of this planet. And you just got that little hit of, oh my God, people are going to listen to this (laughs) episode and they're going to think I'm crazy because I did not talk about this in the Love Over Fear podcast. But you guys, this is me stepping into my power and it's going to call in the right people. Just like when you step into your power, you will call in the right people for you. And I think on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening to the first episode of me coming into my power on the Awaken the fire podcast.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If it feels right in your heart, please download, like, and share this episode with a friend and help more people feel supported as they are on their own awakening journey. If you're feeling the pull to work with me and dive into somatics and energy work, go to the link in the show notes to book your free 30-minute session. I can't wait to help you heal what you're hiding and release the pain that you're carrying with you. We all have it. It's time to break free from it and be our most powerful and authentic self. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Bye.